dive in, shall we? It is. You know, it's funny because there's... If you want to know something, God will show that to mm-hmm. you, for the most part. There are a few things, I'm sure, that he won't tell us. <laughs> Some things we just couldn't understand for the life of us. <laughs> or don't need to know. Or don't know to need to. So I, I set apart with 10 things that why we celebrate Rosh Hashanah. And number 10 is where we are now. It is 2,025 years ago on Sunday night in 3 AD, Rosh Hashanah which was actually in, on September 11th on that particular uh, evening. And I believe that was the date Jesus was born in Beth in a Bethlehem field. And over the next hour, I'll show you why. There's a bunch of reasons, and, you know, people have different opinions and things like that, but I don't think it's really that uh, debatable. But, you know, we can all have our opinions. So, mm-hmm. so let's start with a verse that we're all probably familiar if you've ever... Uh, Watch the Charlie Brown Christmas story. <laughs> now, there were the same country shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is called Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. All right, so this is, they've come, you're, you're in the field, you're watching the sheep suddenly. I, I want you to go and find this baby. Here's the signs. He's wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Now, uh, yeah, that's a little tough, yeah. right? Talk about a needle in a haystack, right? We know they end up in the right place, but how in the world did the shepherds find Jesus with only three really vague clues? Newborn baby, swaddling clothes, and the manger. Hmm. Hmm. So, a typical home in that time had a dugout area below the house where they kept the animals. So, to find a specific place, you'd need, like, manger. Really? Seriously? Do I go knock on everybody's basement door here? Um, To find a specific place, you need some kind of directions. How did the shepherds find Jesus with such an odd, vague direction? Well, the Hebrew was, you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. English translators chose to make it a manger. The shepherds of Bethlehem were in charge of raising sheep for the temple sacrifices. A very specific job. Every lamb born there was ma- there made its way to Jerusalem to be sacrificed. According to the laws governing sacrifice, the sheep that were used for the offering had to be one-year-old male sheep that had been outside for 365 days or one year. The male sheep were offered as burnt offerings, the females as peace offerings. Since these sheep needed to remain outside, the shepherds were also outside. So that thought of that night some shepherds were in the fields outside the village guarding their flocks of sheep makes sense. The hills of Bethlehem were home to thousands of lambs that were sacrificed in the temple. As a boy from Bethlehem, King David would likely have tended sheep in these very hills and sheep that were destined for the daily offerings of the feasts. These shepherds knew that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. I mean, how many scriptures do we have of David singing about the very thing? Mm -hmm. Okay, where in Bethlehem? Just northeast of the shepherds' fields are the ruins of ancient ancient Bethlehem Ephrata, near a place called Mignol Adar, near the tomb of Rachel. Genesis 35 and 48 said that Rachel was buried at Ephrata, which is Bethlehem. Micah 4, 8. And you, O tower of the flock, now in Hebrew, tower of the flock is Mignol Adar. 
the stronghold of the daughter of Zion, unto you shall it come, even the first dominion, the kingdom shall come to the daughter of Jerusalem. Okay, what in the world does that mean? All right, it means a king would be born at Migdal Adar to a girl from the line of David. At the base of Migdal Adar Watchtower was a special birthing room called the Manger. For birthing these very special sacrificial lambs, the angels' declarations of the Bethlehem shepherds could only mean the manger at the base of the Tower of the Flock. They knew just where that was at because they all birthed their sheep there. That wasn't. That's a very clear sign of where to go, as opposed to go find somebody's basement where right. you find a, <laughs> she, a baby being born. The shepherds were trained as children what was required for each sheep to be worthy of sacrifice. During lambing season, the sheep were brought to the watchtower from the fields. Being themselves under special rabbinical care, these priests would strictly maintain a very ceremonially clean birthing place, so it's not a dirty place to have a baby. They would wrap the newborn lambs in swaddling clothes to prevent them from thrashing about and harming themselves. It was their job to make sure that the animals weren't damaged or blemished. After the lambs had calmed down, they could be inspected to make sure they were without spot or blemish. So being wrapped in swaddling clothes would only be significant if the angels were referring to a Passover lamb. Newborn babies had been wrapped in swaddling clothes long before the time of Jesus. Mm. That was a terrible clue. So if you're <laughs> if you're going with that, so it's really really common. So it was not a good clue unless it was the cloth, the swaddling cloth used by the shepherds priests. So these shepherds weren't random. They were notified by the angels because it was their calling to certify Passover lambs at birth. They weren't just told to go see them. That was part of their job, you see? Mm. Next, we have the phrase translated, no room, which also causes confusion. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. All right. Was there really no room? Seriously? Is there any good reason a pregnant Jewish woman couldn't stay in their family home during a high feast day? I mean, remember, these are this is Bethlehem. They're coming from the north from Nazareth which they do at least three times a year for all the feasts to stay in their traditional homes, right? So that's not going to happen. So the question is not, are they looking for a hotel? I'm pretty sure they never stayed in a hotel in Bethlehem. Mm. It was their home of record. So why wouldn't a pregnant woman be allowed to stay in her place that she regularly stays? According to the Torah, when a woman had an issue of blood for any reason, like pregnancy, she was ritually unclean for that time and for seven days afterwards. Mm -hmm. So here's the actual quote. Anything she lies on during her period will be unclean. Anything she sits on will be unclean. Anyone who touches anything she sits on will be unclean. They must wash their clothes, bathe with water. They'll be unclean till evening. A woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. So we're talking Rosh Hashanah. So she can't come into the house and make the entire house unclean, get them, mess them up for Yom Kippur and all the feasts, right? Right. So she had to live separately so as not to defile the people to the households by her presence and definitely by her birth in the house. That would not be good. So so no room actually means something very different. The Jews are very uh, family-oriented. They, uh, they all live together. I mean, this is a very communal people. Mm. So the last thing in the world you would say about them as a people is, hey, put a pregnant woman out in the barn. So <laughs> that story translated that way would be offensive anywhere. Uh, would her family who loved her send her to give birth in a filthy stable of animals? That's just silly. 
So prophecies about the Messiah tell us that he would be revealed from Mignol Adar. They didn't really have any choice. That's where God was leading. That was their destiny. Been there and and can see kind of the path where they they take and all. And so we don't know the exact circumstances, but there's so much more to the story. But that definitely is uh, um, significance that you just sometimes need to go a little bit more to the source to uh, understand the details. So. Mm-hmm. Next, we're going to we come back and we're going to tack off some more great worship. We're going to tackle uh, the Magi, as well as that phrase I, I didn't get all the way through is the, the inn. They were, there's no room at the inn. What is that about? So we'll talk about the inn and who are the Magi? Where are they coming from? And why do they know so much? We'll dig into that.